0: Welcome to the Arone Sports Podcast. Listen in as professional handicappers Frank and Rob break down this week's wagers on a game-by-game basis.
1: It's a moral to let a sucker keep his money. Is there a lot of money to be made in that line of no business? Nothing is impossible. You can shear a sheep many times, but skin him only once. Obsession is a young man's game.
0: This is exactly my point.
1: Take it easy, take it easy. Simple, my paper, not easy.
0: What's all that about?
1: You're my older brother. And I love you, but don't ever take sides with anyone
0: against the family again.
1: What I think I meant to say was... Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me
0: back in. I'm here to give you a show it's missing. You guys are crazy. You ready? ready? Ready. Set. Set. One, two, three, go!
1: Welcome back to the Arone Sports Podcast. It is January 30th, 2019. Your host, Frank Arone, here as always coming to you from frigid beyond Antarctic condition Minnesota. It's uh, 30 degrees below zero here today. Pretty crazy. But uh, luckily Rob's back from Vegas and he uh, gets to share in this weather. So let's send it upstairs and bring in Crab. How you doing there Crabber?
0: Yeah today's like uh, days like today are definitely make me question my uh, decision of being here that's for sure. But uh, sanity. yeah exactly uh, pretty ridiculous that's for sure. You go outside and hardly even breathe you got uh it's pretty suffocating you take a few breaths and you really can't do much so you know they say you shouldn't be outside for more than about four or five six minutes it's uh gotta love the old uh fresh air i guess
1: uh, here in minnesota <laughs> yeah there you go uh but yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy how it's uh super bowl week here already and now we just got uh, the one game to discuss here i think you're gonna go over some props here in a little bit but uh it's kind of And we talked about this as the season progresses, how it's kind of anticlimactic. The further and further you get, the less and less games you have. So uh, we're not going to do any getting the best of the number this week. Neither of the two conference championship games came into play. So we'll go ahead and forgo that segment here and uh, do a little weekend recap here.
0: The Weekend Recap.
1: All right. So do you have any plays released then for the conference championships there, Carver?
0: Oh yeah, I had one play. Um, Screwed up, yeah, one play here, and uh, that was on the New Orleans Saints playing three at home against the the Rams, and it was uh, ended up not getting there. I think with this too, I think uh, the final score and the game's kind of misleading. I think if you did watch the game, and they had a few uh, calls there at the end, uh, I think one with about five or six minutes left when they were driving that could have almost iced the game or iced the. Pretty much iced the cover. Uh, then there's a no call for a PI, and then they had a punt, and that's when the Rams
1: came well, down and oh, scored. The, was there a no call for PI? I, I hadn't heard that from anywhere. No,
0: this is the, <laughs> not the not the main one everyone's talking about. This is one before that. Actually, oh, okay. I gotcha. to be honest, I, just... I haven't
1: heard really any many.
0: I haven't really heard many people talk about it at all. It was like I said, uh, five or six minutes uh, left, and that basically would have been a. It was third and ten or third and eight, and they would have had a first down. It's like a little curl route. Uh, that should have been a clear. It was almost as almost as bad as the other one, and uh, that that one just wasn't talked about at all. And that forced a punt, and the Rams came like right down the field and scored, and that's what kept them in the game. Um, so I think that was that was a pretty big call, and that wasn't called. And obviously, the one everybody's talking about that was out in the flat there uh, on the right side, a little dump off to the running back, or uh, yeah, running back there that wasn't called. And uh, obviously, uh, we don't we don't have to get into that and belabor that, but I think all in all, I think was. Pretty unlucky and pretty unfortunate. I didn't get the 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 winning cover there because the New Orleans, if they would have got that call, would have gone in and either scored or, or at least pushed. Uh, I could have got a push out of it uh, at worst. But I think uh, if you look at the game as a whole or long term, I think it was definitely the wrong side. I, I just my handicap. I think I talked about in the podcast uh, before the game, but uh, the, I I was basically betting on golf to be pretty mediocre to bad and and I I just figured the Saints offense would be clicking and I didn't think Breeze was going to fall off as much as people were saying but I think the way the game played out it definitely kind of was more to that uh that effect of golf I think impressed me more so than not and then Breeze was definitely had uh he's pretty he's pretty vulnerable I think he had some bad throws and was very not very you know well not too confident when I had my money on uh, the Saints that's for sure so I think he took it out a one-game sample size, I think I should have gotten away with a win or a push uh, at the worst, uh, the way the game played out, or at least the, the way the calls and everything else. But I think if you look at a long-term perspective, I definitely don't think that was a a, a long-term winning bet uh, for sure. I think the, that was probably the the wrong side on the Saints myself. Uh, I, mean, I think all in all, between uh, all the games on the weekend, that was the only one I had action on, uh, the, the the conference championship weekend. But it, uh, I think it, it's one of those deals, too. I think it's probably to make the best case, he should just not bet at all. Because I feel like all those games are going both going into overtime. They're both based, both just a coin flip for the most part. Who wins? Who gets the ball? Uh, or and, and the Rams Saints case, who who got the ball first uh, end up losing actually. But like I said, I think uh, either either way you had it there. I just feel like uh, I don't think that you could really make the case that one side was way better than the other side in that uh, New England game against the Chiefs or the the Rams against the Saints. So that's that's my feeling about that. I, feel like i was kind of fortunate uh i, I should have got a win there but didn't but i think long term it really would have uh wouldn't have been the best bet anyway so
1: yeah i think that's pretty much what the nfl wants and the sports books want is you could pretty much make a case that every side of that should have won side in total pretty much both games where you feel like you kind of got screwed potentially if you had a losing bet regardless of what you bet which is you know obviously what they want and they'll entice people to keep coming back um kind of like you said i i didn't end up putting any plays in i just i know i mentioned on the pod uh that i like both the favorites but i don't like that new orleans there's did you end up getting did you release out of flat, yeah, flat three yeah flat okay. three okay so i know i was kind of looking for that i know when we did the pod it was kind of floating in between three and three and a half there and that's definitely the way i leaned but i I didn't have a ton of conviction, and then same with the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs a decent amount, but I just didn't quite, quite like them enough to get there, and uh, it looked like they for a second there they were going to win that and cover, but then, of course, Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does, and, and next thing you know, the game's flying over the total, and the, the Pats are winning the game outright. So it was pretty exciting games from a fan standpoint. Yeah, the first time. I don't even know how long there that they both went to overtime, so that was uh, super entertaining. And it would have been a lot more stressful if I would have been and had more action on it. But just from a fan standpoint, it was pretty fun to watch. So uh, that'll do it for the weekend recap. Now let's uh, get into the games here. So we got New England neutral side game, obviously being played. Is that in... where the super, yeah, the Super
0: Bowl. That's how it works. It wasn't home
1: field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Not, it could be a home and home, I guess. But uh, no, it's. Uh, Neutral site game here played in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh the New England's a two and a half point favorite. Uh, there's a little bit of extra juice in places. Um, total of fifty six and a half. What uh what are you thinking here, Rob? Uh yeah. I don't know. It's uh obviously most people this is their sometimes
0: some people actually probably not most people are listening to the podcast, but some people are gonna be making their only bets for the season and football will be on the Super Bowl, which uh you know, that's fine and get all the betters out there, more public money that are uneducated, uh more room for us, but at the same point. uh Yeah, I don't know. That just with here, just the side end total. I just don't know, I have a huge opinion at the current number. I made this this line here. New England minus two, two and a half, uh, right in that range, and that's kind of what we're seeing. Uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit heavier on New England there, uh, which you can kind of expect after the public's gone against New England the last two weeks, uh, the last two games against New England, and they've kind of been burned. So. I think uh, the third time here, they kind of been hopping back on that New England train and and betting against the Rams pretty much steady money here again on, on New England. I think a lot of Rams money's been is going to be waiting here for this game. So I don't know where it's going to close. That's kind of it's the hard part for me. But I I feel like it's uh, we do see a few threes. I think there's a three minus one twenty William Hill and uh, Las Vegas there, and one other book's got a three flash and a Golden Nugget actually. Uh, in Vegas. But yeah, for the most part, it's two and a half uh, across the board. Uh, just the juices mess around. But um, I, I would I would expect this to get up to three. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to get a flat three. At, at that point, I will be on the Rams at flat three, I think just out of principle. Like I said, just uh, where I made the, where this, this line at. Um, and just get back to it. I guess I didn't mention it here, uh, but it did open. Uh, some, some shops opened as, as high as Rams minus one, New England's plus one, uh, and then a lot of them are a pick 'em, and and pretty much just consistent New England money from that point uh, at the opener until now. So, yeah, I, I didn't hop on right away. I I, I kind of knew which way I was going to be headed. You you, you knew there was going to be a whole lot of Ram support, but at the same time, I uh, didn't really love the New England side either. So, um, I didn't really expect it to get get this high either. Uh, two and a half with a little bit of extra juice on New England, or even a three reduced juice. So. Kind of, kind of a little surprised it got here this quickly and uh, to the numbers, so like I said, a flat three, I'll be on the Rams. Uh, not a huge play, just a normal play, I think. Probably touch on here, but the one thing you got to remember, too, in a Super Bowl is better like any other game. I, I'm not going to be making, uh, forcing anything or doing anything else. Uh, there's a lot of more prop bets out, obviously, so you're going to be able to get some value on those, I think, but. As for the side in total or just the normal bets you can make. It's something you gotta be uh you know, just uh you know specific with your bankroll and if you like the game fine, but definitely don't go go
1: crazy, that's why we we'll get we're gonna we'll get in trouble as a sports better. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what I was just gonna say. Is, I definitely haven't had the greatest year by any chance and if you just take one random game here, uh, just because it's a high profile game and try to get it all back or you know, press the issue just because you everybody's gonna be watching it, it's just not not the good good right way to go about it. You didn't and... have your uh, your
0: 20 star of the year, uh, 20 unit play here on the, on this game, or what?
1: Yeah, I just got locked in at the beginning of the season with the team to be determined. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I agree with you basically. If if the Rams get to a flat three, I think there's there's value there, and I, I take that. But as it stands right now, I bet against the Pats here a couple weeks in a row, and it came uh, came back to hurt me both times. So I'm not totally opposed to making it three in a row if the numbers right, but at two and a half and it's not quite just win the game, but it's fairly close to that. Uh, it's just not a spot where I'm in love with the Rams and I do really want to bet against the Patriots here. But if I do get the flat three, I think it will be a close game. Uh, and I think that's probably the way I'd look then. So we'll see. As far as the total goes, it just seems like in these isolated Super Bowl games with a high total like this, just your natural inclination is to take the under and. You know, root against, because you know everybody that's watching the game that bets on the total, not everybody, but a lot of your average people are going to be wanting to root for points and betting all the props over and just having a good time watching the game. There's not going to be many people that are going to want to sit there and root against stuff to happen. So I feel like there should be some value on the under, but at the same token of the coin, we saw the New England Super Bowl last year, uh, You know, McVeigh and the Rams are going to try to Prove a point as much as I can and put up points in bunches as much as I can. So I just, I don't know. I think it's pretty much a stay away from my opinion. So it kind of is frustrating or, you know, it's a little disappointing when it's your last football game here for whatever, eight, eight, nine months, and you don't really have uh, much of an opinion or, you know, we're really going to get that heavily involved from a betting perspective, but hopefully at the very least it's a good game and, uh, and fun to watch. So
0: yeah, I was going to say, too, about the total, because I, I think I, 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 think I normally, I think the past couple of Super Bowls, I've been looking to, to bet under here, and this one, I think I would, uh, I'm going to be the opposite. I think, if anything, I'd look over at this uh, at this point here, uh, 56.5 pretty much across the board, and, and this total actually opened as high as 58.5, 59, and just uh, constant under money, and I I kind of am surprised, too, in this. I thought it'd be popping back up here a little bit, um, but it hasn't yet, so I mean, I probably won't be involved, but if I had to be uh, you know, forced to play one way or the other, I'd definitely look over as opposed to under, especially just from a value perspective. I mean, you're really not getting a whole lot of value at this number because uh, the Sharps have already hit it, hit it under pretty much from the opener, uh, and there really hasn't been any public buyback yet. So yeah, it, it might come. But, uh, yeah, I just really don't feel like if you are going to bet the under, you're definitely not getting a good uh, you know, best of the number like we always talk about for sure, uh, what you could have got earlier in the last week or, or, or when it opened. So um, I
1: think that's something to keep note of as well for the total. Yep, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I guess that's a quick little recap of the game. Now uh you mentioned you had a couple of props that you'd uh, want to mention. You wanna go ahead and mention those now? Uh yeah, we can
0: get into a few. Um I got a, a handful of going here. Uh not a not a full slate, but hardest part for me to for props, uh is just getting down to be honest. I mean, uh some some of these books, I meant some of these sharper books, even though max bet allow me to bet fifty dollars. Uh win fifty dollars. Pretty ridiculous. Uh like i said it's not like just uh you know one of those public square books that are trying to kick people out it's this is a, a sharper shop and yeah i don't know it's it's pretty tough when you can only only get so much money down it's uh no matter how big of an edge you have it's uh it's pretty you know slow turn if if you will uh to try to to try to grind a profit like that so i do have some uh, bets here so i guess i'll go over a few of them but definitely uh like i said it's it's hard to make a whole lot of gravy when, you're, when you can't get down a whole lot in action so uh the one one i'll take uh first is uh Like I said, yeah, I I think I do. To me, it seems I think the way you have to look at it, play these props. It's uh, there's a lot of different ways to attack it. So, like I said, with the limits being low, uh, at least for me. I mean, I'm sure other people aren't gonna have as much difficulty as I will uh, getting down. But keep in mind, I do have a lot of books, uh, a lot of outs as well. So it's uh, it helps getting more money down when you have more books, obviously. But um, so I guess, like I was getting to, the the way you want to look at playing this game is kind of I think figure out in your head how you want to. How, how do you think the game's going to play out? Uh, do you think it's going to be a lot of defense, a lot of field goals, you know, touchdowns? If it's going to be a high-scoring affair, I mean, you can kind of just figure out what you think the game's going to play like in your head, and then kind of make props around that. So I guess when I, not like a dealer, I can just give you a specific prop and say, okay, do this. I mean, you can you can back that, but the numbers vary quite a bit because even when I bet here, I'll bet these props, and they'll move them, you know, fifteen twenty cents on a on a, on a max bet that I make. So it's pretty ridiculous that the markets, you know, the they talk about how big and stuff the props are in vegas and offshore and everything else and it's, it's true there's a lot of money being wagered but there's so many bets that it kind of waters the you know each specific bet if you will because uh you know one one move especially if it's someone uh, the book respects they're going to move it here quickly so i guess all, all in all i'm trying to get at just try to figure out how you think the game's going to play out and then try to attack it in a few different ways uh, from different props and not just pick one specific prop and so for example like i said i think uh the way i see this game playing on myself is a a little bit slower of a start. We've had a lot of slow starts for New England Super Bowls for the first quarter. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with just nerves, obviously not from the New England standpoint, but being more conservative. And then the other team, especially the Rams, is a good candidate, just not being having much experience at all in the Super Bowl, many of the players and the coaches as opposed to New England. So I feel like if anything, the will be with some nerves. are going to be more conservative. You don't really want to lose the game right at the start. But, uh, you know, still want to be in it. So they don't want to be doing anything too crazy. You don't want to do like a fourth and one uh fake punch or something on your own 20 or 30, because that could definitely change the the whole game if you do miss it and don't convert. But it's not like you're going to win the game if you convert it. So stuff like that, I feel like. So with that being said, I think the way I see it playing out is a more slower game, slower start. And then a lot of points here in the second half uh, and and the close of the game, kind of like we saw in the New England game last week when I had that pick of the week on the over. Definitely the wrong side, but uh, ended up getting there with just uh, the crazy finish there last week uh, or two weeks ago against the Chiefs. So um. So with, with that being said, some of the bets I'd look at would be, uh no score in the first five minutes, six minutes, six and a half minutes, five and a half minutes. There's a few different ways, handful of different ones depending on the book. So I think I just get I'd bet the no on that myself. Uh, I think it's like I said, slower, slower start to the game. Uh, even if New England gets the ball, we saw that in a few of their uh the games here in the playoffs, a slower start with long drives to get a touchdown and all that. So even if they do get a touchdown or do score, they they you know have long drawn out drives that. Uh, would, uh help put that that prop to no. so that's something i'd look at and also just to coincide with the you know, like i said other other the way i think the game's gonna play out look at bet in the fourth quarter score more than the second quarter or third quarter score more than the first quarter um you know the, it really varies from book to book so I'm not even gonna put out a specific number i think that's just i would just get those general props out um so stuff like that i think for, for myself would be uh what I would look at uh and, and like i said there's a lot of other props you could get uh that would coincide with that the way that game plays out but Maybe you, maybe you don't agree with me. That's just the way I would see it playing out. So again, just figure out what you think would the game's gonna play out yourself, and then kind of bet the props that uh, that work with that. And I think on top of that, I think I'll add just one last thing here on the props. Um, I know a lot of people what they like to do is bet well, small amount of money for a big payout, those big plus prop payouts. And not that they're always bad uh, negative EV, but for the most part, um, I'm, I'm going to be looking first towards the the, the the props where you're laying a little bit of a price in the you know 120 range, minus 150, 140 i uh, lay lay a little bit more and uh, to win a little bit less just because uh, most of these the people that are betting the, the props are, good, like I said, taking those big plus-money favorites or, or plus-money underdog uh, props to uh, you know, try to get a big payout there. So I think that's where you have to look, if anything. Not that you just blindly bet those, but that's, uh, I think, a, a good starting point there for props.
1: And, yeah, like a corollary to that is a lot of people like to bet the you know first-player score, touchdown, or whatever, the needle in a haystack props where they have 40 different options and kind of like betting futures. Uh, they they can artificially make those payoffs a lot lower because you can't bet against them. So if they got, you know, whatever, Todd Gurley to score the first touchdown at plus 120 and then Edelman to score at plus 180 or whatever, like both those could be too low. But they they have no risk of making them too low other than potentially turning away business. So it's not like you can bet a yes, no, on will this player score the first touchdown. So those bets are generally... Uh, almost always a pretty horrible bet so you kind of want to stay away from those type of bets and bet more props like you're talking about where it's you know one or the other and you can bet either side of it and they have to put a fair you know price on it where you just gotta beat the vig and not beat uh, a bunch of different options so anyway uh that'll i think that'll do it then for our, uh, our super bowl breakdown here um lastly let's uh, get in a pick of the week the A.S. pick of the Week. All right. So, like, yeah, you mentioned uh, conference championships. Uh, I had the Chiefs minus three, and you had the over. And it looked like late in the game there might be a chance that I was going to win and you were going to lose, but Tom Brady came down and scored, and one uh, Ford was offsides there for the Chiefs, and you ended up winning. I ended up losing, so... right got through the back door again but anyway that's uh continues your streak here after like a it was like a 1-9-1 start or something for you and now you've just been on fire and uh gets you back to 8-9-1 on the season and that loss drops me to 8-9-1 on the season so we're all tied up and we got one to play so <laughs> all the marbles here in the old super bowl and crowber's got the t-box so go ahead and uh who are you looking at here rob
0: um yeah i think uh, i think we should probably just keep it like we've done all year we probably got to kick it, just keep it to uh i'd probably say non-props like i said like uh, so some some props specifically are hard to get down on so um yeah i guess it's kind of hard when we only got one game and uh not a whole <laughs> yeah, lot. do you want the
1: side or you want the total yeah
0: exactly so i don't know unless you have a suggestion of something else we could add to it to try to mix it up i don't know you got
1: anything or sick to side uh, and total no i say just you get, since you won last week, you get to take your pick, and then I'll just pick the other one, or the other side if I disagree with you, and and uh, we'll go there. We'll go from there. Yeah, well,
0: um, like I said, I don't have a whole lot of conviction either way, uh, but I think I have to just lean one way, and I will uh, I guess I'll take the Rams, uh, plus the points. So I'll have to take them, uh, the Rams there, I guess, is the only way i look.
1: Alrighty, well...
0: I can I'll, either uh, go. I'll take uh, take out twenty five percent of your choices there. <laughs>
1: yeah, i can gonna go head whole, to head uh, with the Pats? Uh, two and a half. Just figuring you might get a little bit of a better number against the close, or uh, take a total. Um, you know what? I think I think uh, I'm gonna take the, the over fifty six and a half. One eighty action or, or what? What was that? A little 180 from your under uh, lean or what? No, I was just saying, like, I was saying, I've even said, I kind of qualified it. Like, it feels like this type of game, like the individual profile games, there's, there's value on the unders. But then when you start to think about it, when you got Belichick and Brady, the game they played last year in the Super Bowl, when you got McVay and his, you know, he's going to be trying to score points in bunches. Like, I think it might be more fake value, you know, quote unquote value than than there actually is so if if i was forced to bet it um you know i don't i don't really feel strongly obviously at all but i'd feel i'd rather i'd rather root for belichick and mcveigh to, to go for the throat and be scoring points than for them to sit on the ball conservatively so i'll take the uh over fifty six and a half. so as long as uh so what is it um as long as if you win, so the only way that I can win the, I guess yeah, either way since we okay we're tied right now. So, all right. Um, if the what New England and over comes and I win the picks of the week pool for the year, and if the Rams and under comes, then you win it, or the other two ways we tie. So, good luck to you there, Crab. And uh, it's kind of. Like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of you know anticlimactic or ridiculous that this is what decides our year-long AS Pick of the Week contest between the two of us, but that's the way she goes. That's right. So, and all right. You got any concluding thoughts here for the Super Bowl season, podcast, anything? Yeah, you kind of touched on it at the start of the pod, but yeah, kind of a little bit
0: uh, hard to or pretty crazy that it's already here, Super Bowl. Feels like not too long ago we just started up the first week and we're uh, excited for the to do the podcast and break down all the games and have a full uh, week week slate and have pretty high hopes for the Vikings and all that. And uh, obviously that came crashing down uh, rather quickly at the end of the season. But, yeah, all in all, it was uh, it was fun. I had a good time. And, uh, like I said, it helps uh, keep my nose to the grindstone and do my work for the week and uh, get after it. So hopefully we helped some people out there and give them some good information and hopefully we can bounce back and, and uh, have a pretty uh, killer record, uh, at least for the release page, uh, picks page uh, next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that'll do it. Uh, I hope we haven't talked about it all, but hopefully next year, I think it'd be fun to do, uh, a, you know, a preview show for the season. I know we've started the last couple of years just breaking down games for the week. But be I think we should do a uh, just kind of a general preview pod maybe sometime in late August, just talking about what our general feelings are for certain teams before we get into the week by week deal. So anyway, we'll probably post uh, updates on Twitter uh, as it gets closer to the next season. So. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We definitely appreciate it. It's been uh, it's been fun. It's been another fun year. And uh, everybody enjoy the Super Bowl. Good luck if you have any action on it. And the Arone Sports boys will be back next year.
0: Thank you for listening to the Arone Sports Podcast. Check out aronesports.com for all of your sports betting needs, including automatic bet tracking, mobile notifications, free picks, and more.